I used to be addicted to being busy. The more I stuffed in, the better I felt, until it all became too much and instead I started feeling suffocated. I remember one day when I was studying at Uppsala University. I was 24. At the time, I was vice president of our student union, so on top of all the studies and parties, I had a huge amount of meetings and other commitments. And one day, I accidentally dropped my phone in the toilet, and I flushed, like who does that? Poof, it was gone. Probably from doing so much multitasking and being so busy and tired. But the crazy thing was that instead of panicking that my lifeline was gone, I mean my phone, I started laughing hysterically. I was so relieved that I couldn't be reached for at least a few days until I managed to get a new phone. Because I was walking around with a constant feeling of being haunted, where I just wasn't in control of my own schedule. And I couldn't see the light at the end of the tunnel or when I would get a break. And this just made me go bananas. And so many of the things I was doing, I actually loved doing. And I had even chosen myself. And still it made me totally exhausted. Because this was the time leading up to my first mini burnout. And a few years later, I crashed for real. And in hindsight, I can see all the things that led to that. But not at the time because I had no idea how to slow down and take care of myself. So today we're diving deep into a topic that's very close to my heart, the art of slowing down to speed up. That is, how to find space and rest in a busy schedule, to own your time so you can continue performing at a high level, or maybe even higher than you do today. Find the show notes and other resources at sofiafonselsing.com slash podcast. You're listening to Unleash the Badass Within by me, Sofia von Selsing, international coach and well-being specialist. I support high-achieving women leaders to reduce stress and build greater capacity to increase their presence and advance their careers. Hi ladies, what did you think of when you heard the story of the phone being flushed down the toilet? Did you panic at the thought of it? Or would you also have found some kind of relief? Because being addicted to busyness is an epidemic of huge proportions. So if you recognize yourself in this, you are not alone. And I can also still fall into that trap sometimes if I don't pay attention. It's so easy to believe that we can always squeeze in one more thing. And once that is finished, then I will get to rest. But the thing is that that time never comes. I will never finish my ambitious to-do list and you will never finish yours. So if we wait to take a break until everything is done, we will wait until we die. So the key here is to take ownership of your health and your schedule. And at Stress Rehab, we learned to rest before activities. That was the craziest idea I've ever heard. But it's something that stuck with me, and I had no choice but to do what they said. And I still do this now to this date. And I teach my VIP clients to do the same. For me, that is, for example, to take a walk in the woods and meditate before I start my workday. 
for exactly this reason. If I wait to meditate and walk until everything is finished, I will never get to the resting part. And it will be pitch dark by then. And as a coach and well-being specialist for high-achieving women leaders, I often see how this relentless pursuit of success can lead to burnout or stress and a loss of that inner brilliance. So today we're going to explore how creating this space and rest in your life can make you more effective, more present and sharper. But before we jump into that, I have something exciting to share. I've designed a short, high-impact six-week group coaching program called Balance and Brilliance. And it's all about helping you find that delicate balance between ambition and self-care. So stick around until the end of the episode for more details on how this program could transform your life. Okay, let's get back to our main topic, slowing down to speed up. In today's fast-paced world, it might seem counterintuitive, but this is a really important concept for high achievers. So why is slowing down so important? It is because when we're constantly busy, constantly rushing, we lose touch with our true selves. And we become really reactive instead of proactive. You can use the analogy of charging a phone. You need to do that every day and even more if you use it a lot. So you can see rest and recovery as the same thing for you. The more you use your brain and your body, the more it needs to rest to restore the energy that you have used up. And you're also not using your full potential if you are in a fight and flight mode, which happens if we are too stressed and busy. So here's the secret. By creating space in your life, you can regain control and boost your effectiveness. So everything that you do take on will go quicker and you will be more productive, more efficient just by inserting some rest. So here are some practical steps to slow down and speed up your life and your career. The first one being planning and time blocking. So in a busy day, it's so easy to just get straight to work. But taking a few minutes, either on Sunday or Monday morning, to plan your week ahead can do wonders. This is where you allow time and space to your breaks, to exercise, to lunch, to really take ownership of your calendar. Otherwise, everyone else will. I remember when I used to have over 25 meetings per week and many of them back to back. And this was the time leading up to my second and big burnout. And I thought this was making me more productive, you know, just getting a lot of things done. But it made me extremely exhausted. And there was no way I could have been present, you know, in those meetings because I was just not even able to pay attention properly. And you are not a robot either. And your brain is not benefiting from pretending to be one. So something I also support my VIP clients with is to block time in their calendars for focus work, for breaks, for lunch and emergencies. Because as a leader, you will have fires to put out. And if there's no space for that, you will soon be the fire that others will have to put out. And number two, start your day in a calm way. One of these time blocks could be at the start of your day. 
So before you even open your laptop or your phone for the first time in the morning, do a few minutes of breathing or meditation. This will support you for the rest of the day to be less reactive and more responsive. And I really notice a massive difference myself for the days when I happen to skip my morning meditation and just jump straight to work. I multitask a lot more and my focus is really scattered and I don't get at all the same amount of stuff done. So a morning routine of waiting to check your emails or social media until a certain time will support you a lot and also make your brain less dependent on this you know, constant stimulation. And then number three is journaling and reflection. And this is the same here, like taking a few minutes at the end of the day or week to reflect on what worked well this week, what did not work as well. You can also add what you learned or something you realized and what you will continue doing and maybe what you will stop doing. And this will insert some learning and development into your daily routine. And it will also send signals to where you want to focus going forward. Number four is to spend time in nature. You know, nature is the best healer we have and getting outside every day is such a nice gift to give yourself. It's like giving your brain and a body a soft and loving hug of both kind impressions and fresh air. So this is good for your brain, it's good for your body and it's good for your productivity. So go for a walk or a run, preferably without anything in your ears to really just you know, enjoy that moment of being outside. Then number five is a digital detox. You don't need to throw your phone in the toilet to get this, even if it was really effective for me. But make it a daily or at least a weekly practice to put your phone on flight mode and just leave your laptop and notice what happens. And if you cringe from the idea of this, it's a sign that you will truly benefit from it. Then number six is practice being present wherever you are and whatever you do. Because being present means rest for your brain. Focusing on one thing at a time is really healing. And when you are fully present in the moment, you will make better decisions and perform at your peak. So this is both at home and at work. Because when we're constantly multitasking, we're not present anywhere. And this is really stressful for your brain. And then number seven is to do things slower. If you're used to walking fast, slow down, walk slow. If you're used to talking fast, talk slower. Are you doing the dishes really fast? Do them slower. Do you always take on the other cars when you're driving because they're just too slow? change your lane. So see this as an experiment and just notice what happens. Pay attention to your sensations instead and give what you're doing your full attention. This really is mindfulness in practice and will give you recovery in the moment and you will also notice any unnecessary like busy behavior which makes you more stressed in your daily life without you even knowing about it. And if you feel like, okay, yes, 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 this sounds good, but where do I start? I got you. So my Balance and Brilliance program that I mentioned earlier, it starts soon. 
And in this six-week journey, we'll dive deep into the stuff I've been talking about today and also the things I talked about in the previous episode to support you to implement new healthy habits and to find balance in a busy life so you can take on this last quarter with a totally different sense of control, of well-being and of presence so you can be even more productive with your time and manage your energy better. So I hope you found some inspiration in this idea of slowing down to speed up. And this is also what I mean with my sign of phrase, take care of yourself and go be a badass. Because that's what it's all about, that when you do that, you have more to give to the world and to yourself. Until next time, take care of yourself and go be a badass. Thanks for listening today. If you're getting value from this podcast, please subscribe, leave a review and share it with other women leaders. Remember that you are awesome.